Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Young Minds podcast and welcome to episode 40. This is a very, very special episode. And the reason being is because our first guest ever on the Young Minds podcast was Mr. Steve Yallow. And our first second, our first repeat guest is Steve Yallow. Holy shit. I wasn't expecting that. Wow. Crazy, crazy. So on this episode... First of all, what didn't we talk about? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to remember. So <laughs> first we, well, if you don't remember who Steve Yellow is, he's the professional vlogger and videographer of travel travels. Vloggers. <laughs> I was, I was just that was really cool. Role, I actually like the way you put that. That was pretty different. He's a vlogger <laughs> of travels. Uh, he is super unconventional, does things his own way and is enjoying the shit out of it. And his story is super inspiring to those who either want to or lack the ability to venture out into the things that they love to do because they're held down by preconceived kind of like taught way kind of like a yep yep so steve was on uh our podcast for episode 13 and in that episode episode 13 he tells his whole beginning story on going to college uh traveling with red bull across europe finding a lot of passion through that and quitting his full-time job dropping out of college and traveling with no money no followers and just saying hey i love creating videos i want to do it and i want to do it with passion and the money will follow and i will make a living and now uh if you want to hear that whole story that's episode 13 (laughs) you just heard it (laughs) yep but if you want to hear in depth that's episode 13 now we bring him back second time and now we just had fun we talked about his trip across the united states he finally traveled uh to california to everything out west down south and we talk about uh, college, college education. Uh, um, you could listen to the podcast and you'll uh, tell us what you heard. Yeah. And then uh, uh, I think my favorite conversation so far on the podcast are um, how did the rest of the world wipes their butt? Yeah. Yes. You, you heard that right. That out. I just said wipes their butt. Uh, it's With different. What? We don't all use toilet paper. Not every single human on this world uses toilet paper. So that's interesting. Uh, overall, just a f- in- incredible, incredible podcast, incredible story. And it's all because it's an incredible human being. That's you, hair. Steve. This That's beautiful you. Beautiful human. <laughs> all righty, guys, without further ado, enjoy. Let's start. So you graduated from school, but still have no idea what the fuck is going on? Good, because that was the point. Now you're just another mindless pawn in the system. But luckily, you stumbled upon the Young Minds Podcast, where we tackle the most up-to-date and relevant topics with unfiltered discussion aimed at optimizing this video game that we call life. Alright, sexies, it's now time to dim the lights, sit back, relax, and open up that mind. And before we begin this journey, we kindly ask you to keep your hands and feet in the craft at all times. And while you're at it, leave us a beautiful review on iTunes or Facebook. Thank you. It's like we're live, cool, but actually. you were you were our first guest. Wait, Come what? on, can you please let me know when you're fucking doing it? Damn it! <laughs> damn it! Stop! God damn it! Did you record it? Hit record. No, it did. Hit record. No, I'm not, I'm not deleting this. Hit record. All right. Well, now it's recording. Okay. Well, if you were just on the audio, you would know that video. No, if you were just in the audio, you would know that we weren't doing video. But if you're just tuning into the video now, now it's starting. Okay. okay. Well, well, Steve. Shit. Hello. No. Did I delete everything? <laughs> just keep going. Just go. go. <laughs> Live your life, guys. Live your life. Bro, anyway. you were our first guest. Yeah. And now Ooh. you brought it to my attention. You're our first repeat guest. Look at that, dude. Fuck. I'm just well copping all those We have to stop cherries. the podcast after this. Like, we've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. Episode 40. Yay. Welcome, guys. If you're a new listener... 
click that subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Dude, the guy's got the plugs. Yeah, right? Man. We have to I start off it. like that. Yeah. Uh, no, we already it's did the intro, so... I'm excited to be back here. Honestly, it's really cool seeing you guys, because I have been listening to the podcast myself. Do you now? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And I've been seeing you, you guys think? on social media. Are we, media like, are we okay? Of, do we do okay? Yeah, man. It's, yeah. It's, you're all about that constant improvement. That's what it's all about. And you, you preach that. You promote it. Just always getting better. And when you start something, you may not know what the hell you're doing, but that's the whole point. You're not no, going to I mean, know. look at us right now. We still don't know what we're doing. Yeah, Frank's, Frank's still trying pushing to figure buttons out. on this thing. He's like, He's damn, I can't get this video to work. <laughs> I have one job and I don't do it. <laughs> you guys also didn't coordinate that. All of a sudden, Justin was just like, "Boom, we're live!" Yeah, because I forget. I forget that we we yeah, we, we just got for YouTube. You're just now. so excited that I'm here, right? Totally. Now we're live on YouTube. Hey guys, what's up, YouTube? Hi guys, we had uh, no conversation before this. Don't worry. <laughs> Yes. But, dude, seriously, welcome back. Thank you. This is so like, good to be back. This is our first repeat guest, man. This yeah, is so weird. exactly. So Let cool. me just say, like too, your episode here. was our first guest, and we got so much good feedback from it. Yeah? So much good feedback That's from amazing. people. And still, to this day, we get feedback on it. Remember that lady who yeah. tagged both of us in her story? Yeah, yeah. From, Shout uh, out to Charlie. Is that her name? Yeah. Hello. Well, it's her. Oh, yeah, f- from the UK? Yeah. 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 That was awesome. Yeah, was like, it was really wait, cool. What? And she sent us, like, a memo to us directly really yeah oh, she was so super nice. grateful i'm guessing it's the same person right yeah yeah blonde who was hiking through yeah something beautiful like or something yeah and i was like damn man this is really cool we're in the uk right now bro like just yeah all right like this went from hey guys let's just make a pot let's start a podcast to like all right and the uk is yeah, tuning pocket in. trailblazer shout out to charlie that's yes that's <laughs> yes, who it was pocket, pocket trailblazer. trailblazer you since you were our first guest you know, we really didn't know what we were doing with guests or if we wanted to incorporate it. But now we see like it's so beneficial to have guests on because yeah, it absolutely. brings on a different perspective, mm-hmm. brings on a different message other than, you know, the regular fitness and health that we talk about. Switch yeah, it up it's really bit. cool. It's really cool. Add some spice in there. I'm like paprika. Hello. We're spicing <laughs> up this dude. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, no, because honestly, we were like in like an echo chamber, basically kind of saying the same, not saying the same shit, but we were just always into the same topic. So yeah. then having someone else in to mix it up a little bit is just. It changes <clears> the entire also getting the audience from whoever else comes on is also yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that doesn't hurt, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, dude, where the hell were you? All right. So, last yeah. time I was here, for those of you who did not listen to the previous episode that I was on, I think that was episode 13. 13, 13 yeah. yes. So, if you haven't listened to that, just a quick introduction about myself if you're interested. My name is Steve Yallo. I actually know Justin from high school, so we go back a little bit. Hey. And then after high school, I ended up going to university in Orlando. Shout out to UCF, go Knights. And then I got a job in marketing. That didn't last too long. I just wanted to leave. I just had a passion for videography and I just wanted to travel. So I decided to get a one-way ticket to Thailand. And that was in April of 2017. And I've been traveling. So hold on, before you continue, since then. before you continue for the people who haven't heard yet, I remember in college, all yeah. of a sudden, Steve, with his 300 subscribers on YouTube, <laughs> quits his full-time job. Yep sells everything he owns yeah sold everything like down to a backpack with just t-shirts four t-shirts i don't know just yeah, like, like four or five just t-shirts like a, just like a, a couple pair of shorts some socks underwear his camera equipment mm-hmm. sold everything he owned like his his um everything in just his everything. room too like I your, sold your my dresser bed. i used a bed for <laughs> two years and i sold it to and someone. he's he's just like <laughs> he was like i'm gonna go uh explore the world and make youtube videos and we're all like oh okay he's got 300 subscribers 
300,000? No, 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 just 300. (laughs) (laughs) But motherfucker, like, he did it. He did it. He did it all. We all thought he was crazy. And now look at him. Like, you're finally making money, traveling for a living, uh, doing what you love every day, creating videos. That's a beautiful thing. And if you want to hear that whole story, because you go in depth last time you were here Mm -hmm. about everything. Uh, your first I kind of got your two the years? beginning of it yeah I, I kind of told years. my backstory a little bit and how I just took that leap I didn't know what the hell I was doing I just wanted to do something more interesting and I I was just pursuing excitement I thought that was much more valuable than than money at the time I figured I'd rather find obviously we all have to figure out a way to make money but when it comes down to it I'd rather find a way to do that in something that excites me and that was like the bottom line for me I really want to do something exciting so this is my strategy to do that. I like making videos. I'm very interested in travel, exploring different cultures, and just getting out of the little bubble that we grow up in. You know, we all are kind of confined to our little bubbles sometimes, and it's nice to burst that bubble. Get out. Yes, you got to burst yeah. the bubble. I, I've noticed most of my growing as a person comes from when I walk out of that comfort yeah. zone. You know, and like I think I mentioned on there, like when I went to Austin, just leaving New York and going to a totally different place with a different perspective on training, like yeah. here in New York and people who work out and the fitness industry is a certain way. And it's hard to break out of that and own it because not no one else is doing what you're doing around you. So you start to feel alien and like naturally as a human, you want to feel like you have community, but there's none of that here. Going there, I saw the community. I saw people interacting in a different cultural way, so to speak, in a different ethic, and then brought that back here, and it stuck, and it changed me forever for the better, and now I'm starting my own community here because I know how to own it. So you have to like go to different places in order to realize like how to submerge. You have to submerge yourself in another mm-hmm. place, another culture, in order to understand different ways of achieving happiness or achieving fulfillment, and then bringing that back to where you come from, and then spreading it there if... If it's viable, if it's I agree that's with that worth. so much. Because and a community, if you're just in a community and you never really leave, a community tends to act the same way altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, like where I work in Roslyn, everyone's got the the bends. Everyone's acts the same way. They have the Bentley or whatever it is, and that's like the way you know. But when you go out of that and you explore, literally get out of that like physically, and you see all these different interactions, that's what mm-hmm. makes you you know a, a you different evolve. person evolving. Yeah. yeah. Because then you see both sides because you've been submerged in the Rosalind life and then you go out into like Hempstead and then you're like, all right, I see the two and like now let me formulate my own combination of these two places, take extract all the positives and then create my own culture. And then over time you evolve and you realize like, all right, look, I don't want to totally get away from money Mm -hmm. because money will help alleviate stress and pains, things that shouldn't be stressing me and then also i do want to fulfill myself on a qualitative level and find the things that excite me and then merge those two things together and i feel like you did that yourself and on and like what we were talking about before with the podcast like justin and i could talk all day but we will just be fitness nutrition fitness nutrition fulfillment this that all the things that pertain to us but then when we bring outside yeah minds and outside sources it's like oh shit you see how that works with health mm-hmm. and fit? like we brought tori on last last uh yeah last mm-hmm. podcast and we got into a, a nutrition and fitness conversation through social interaction like we we pulled it in and influence and all those different things we tied those in and it was just like oh there is a there is a common denominator with all these things mm-hmm. so it is really up to us to find where we thrive and how we could evolve 
all these different things that we've been through. And yeah. I feel like you're gathering all that with travel. And I try like with health. I know you guys talk a lot about fitness and health. There's a lot that goes into it with just a, a positive mindset. I think that is a huge thing that I try to focus on. Just just having a positive mind, always keeping positivity because we're always going to be faced with things that are meant to bring us down and get us negative. But thinking in a positive way is also a very beneficial thing to your health. And I feel like like you were saying, how you get caught up in a bubble here. You know, maybe everyone's focused on getting the nicest car and doing these things. And, and that's that's normal to fall into that trap because everyone's kind of thinking in a certain way. And I don't know. For me, travel is a way to escape that and think in different terms and, and just, I don't know, just try to stay positive. Yeah. No, it's yeah, definitely man. mind over matter. I mean, you see it. Uh, I don't know what it's called when, when people think they're sick and they think it purely and they become sick yeah you know like what I'm a nocebo yeah, yeah that's yeah, placebo yeah, exactly. it's just like placebo. It's negative placebos side of too placebo. like placebos are true it, it happens yeah. you think you're getting something mm-hmm. so physically it's your your cells change according mm-hmm. to the medicine you thought you were getting so mind the mind is powerful dude yeah. mind is very powerful i feel like the, the mind is everything ultimately mm-hmm. i mean that's just how you conduct your well life. yeah right you lose so an the, arm you're still you yeah you know you're not your body. Like if your arm goes, you're still there. Yeah, you may get like that change in perspective, but like that's you're still organized up here. Everything is kind of all working together, but at the same time, it really is just ultimately your mind. Like you can accelerate your mind by using your body, right? So like exercise, you can move, you could get yourself moving that day, get blood flowing, get a nice workout in and feel physiologically you feel better. But you could also feel better by just meditating and thinking your way through something. But if you do both of those together, you, you're resilient. You know, you can get through anything at that point. You know, you're you're just double you're bonding, set up to win. You're solidifying that. Yeah, exactly. So just moving all those arrows into that one direction. So since we're talking about nutrition, mm-hmm. I, I promise you guys, if you're listening and you, you're here for Steve, like, well, <laughs> like, there we, we go. Will, this will be the, the last the last Fuck. nutrition thing we talk about. All right, <laughs> for now. I'm curious when you travel yeah. nonstop for a living, what like what is your nutrition like? It can on be, the road. Because I feel like you're not stopping at 7-Elevens and picking up Twinkies all day. Nah, I see some sometimes of Sometimes I do stop at 7-Elevens, but there are better options than Twinkies at 7-Elevens. I think... I just, I just, it just came out. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. I, I agree. It's, it can be challenging. It can be very challenging for me sometimes. And there are periods of time where I'll go and I will eat food that's not healthy. And it depends on where I am. Like, for example, after I left you guys, after the last podcast, I did a pretty epic road trip through the States. And it was my first time traveling in America because I spent nearly two years traveling in Southeast Asia and Colombia. And I want to, I want to hear all about that story. Yeah, I do. So I, I traveled across the States and that's actually one thing that was a huge down part of this travel was my nutrition because I was stopping like when you're driving, when you want to stop. And, and for me too, I'm, I'm on a relatively low budget. I really don't have a lot of money. I try to travel in the lowest budget possible. So when you're traveling in America, the cheapest food is pretty much the unhealthiest food and it's quick and easy and it's fast food and it's unhealthy. So, I mean, I tried to balance that out with trying to throw in as many vegetables as possible. Like there are options, but it's just, I ate a lot of, so you didn't find it like to be like this when you were out of the country. It depends on where I was um, and how I was traveling. For this specific experience with my travels around the States, I was traveling pretty rapidly. I was going really fast. Um, So sometimes we would stop at a restaurant and then you would have more options to get healthier food. Um, But for the most part, it was like quick grab and go type of, you know, let's get this type of sandwich or really whatever was available. 
just has gas station food. It's like, oh. So I'm just, oh, at least they're looking at me right now. I'm like, like how dare you, Steven? <laughs> you Does your mom know about this? In the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you say you listen, but do you really sorry, listen to Young guys, Minds? I'm sorry. No, I'm done playing. I was just curious, you know? No, but yeah. um, so if you can, please describe exactly what this trip was and how you traveled and where you traveled. Yeah, so... Hold on, let me take a sip of water. Do it, do it. I'm going to do it too. <laughs> That's healthy. Mm. <laughs> ah, drink water, guys. Make sure to always have a water bottle with you. That's my, my biggest tip. That's a <laughs> Frank is drinking <laughs> a 10-gallon jug right now. <laughs> Dude, honestly, man, this is literally carrying myself with me. That's awesome. We are 60% water. Justin, <laughs> no, we're seventy three. I didn't we're say like that. I was just like, I think it might be seventy three. We're sixty percent water, and it's like, dude, just bring some of you with you wherever you are, so that you don't lose you. All right, cool. Feel me, bro. Anyway, <laughs> back to my story. As he dies, you could, uh, if you don't want the chair to do that, you can like push I like the thing. it. Actually, okay. yeah, I'm used to it. But don't, just don't go too far from the mic. I almost just fell off the chair, guys. If you are not watching the video, anyway, since I left you guys, uh, I did a road trip th from. Austin, Texas. I flew from New York to Austin, Texas, and then drove to California with a buddy of mine. His name is Tal. Uh, on social media, he's known as the Traveling Clat. Such a cool guy. That was actually our first time meeting up. We just know each other through YouTube. We've never met in person before. So that's cool. And he saw I was coming to the States, so he, he hit me up. He's like, hey, I'm... I plan on driving to LA from Florida. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, uh, hell yeah. So <laughs> I got in his car and we drove across the country and it was so cool. I had so much fun with him. We were just very high energy. If I, I posted a series of uh, YouTube videos. I have a vlog series about 10 episodes. We went from Austin, Texas. We went through Arizona is beautiful. Dude, My first time you, in Arizona. Let what me, that was the your first heck? Time? I've never traveled the States. This is my first time really? traveling. Yeah. So let me tell you, Utah, Zion National yeah, Park, is there. my favorite place there. in the world so far. I cannot wait. In the world. Let yeah. It it's, it's been it's, one of the nicest places I've that seen. That is really beautiful. It's close. It's close. It is so nice. That's, that's one of the things I was talking about on this trip. I was really promoting travel for Americans because a lot of people don't travel it's right here it's there you can drive if you really want to people people have excuses sometimes they don't like to fly okay you can drive there it's or take a train. you can take a train dude no you can fuck all that walk fuck all that so want. i've done i've done <laughs> what frank what? Dude, no like i so I've, I've gone i've done two trips before i've done actually both these trips identically except one i f i flew from point to point yeah. and the other one i drove right so one time i went to australia and i went i flew to sydney which it's is in the southeast corner and then i flew up to Cairns, which is in the t uh, northeast corner yeah all i saw was sydney and all i saw was Cairns. Right, which are great places, not all I saw, but I then followed that up and flew to Sydney and then drove up to Cairns. The experience was like a million times different. Like, you see every single piece leading up to that point. Like, I was thinking of the other day, uh, not to get sidetracked, but if I stand in the middle of my street, I could actually, like, I'm connected to Los Angeles, I'm connected, like. I could actually send like like yes. if I had like a metal strip, I could shock somebody in LA from the street. There's a grid, there's a map. The I could touch. get there. The streets touch, right? So it's like all I need is transportation, and I could see everything that I need. I have freedom right here, and we don't realize that. We don't realize how much freedom we actually have. And then also, I flew across. I flew across the country. I've flown to uh, California, California, and I drove to California. Totally different trip. Yeah. 
driving to California from New York, you see everything. You see every piece leading up into the destination. It's like you don't skip a beat. You yeah. don't miss anything. And like that is so powerful to be able to see everything. You travel through it. You just fly over it and be like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Textures down there. You could stop wherever you want when you're driving. You have complete control. Yeah, you're that's like, nice. oh, that's a sick view. Let's pop out and just yeah. explore it. Like mm -hmm. I saw you going through like sand dunes and like off-roading yeah. and shit. And I was like, where is he on the moon? Like where <laughs> is this guy? <laughs> that was crazy, right? It looked like Mars. Where, where was that? That was in northern arizona on the border of arizona and utah near monument valley okay which is out of this world it literally looks like mars so it feels like you're out of this world it was so cool i what i was like is this real life we were there and i was so happy it was so cool <laughs> <laughs> and we we documented everything on our on my youtube channel also tal's youtube channel so if you're listening right now and if you haven't seen those videos go to youtube.com slash steviallo and you can watch all those videos for free Plug away. <laughs> <laughs> so a really funny thing, because I've watched your YouTube videos, is when you guys were in some, like, ghost town. Yeah. What was that? Jerome. Ghost? Yes. It was just, like, random. See, things like that. We took a one-hour detour to go to a so-called ghost town because there was a town pretty much in the middle of the desert in Arizona. Yeah, it was Arizona. That was on our way to Monument Valley. And it was an old mining town yes that's what it was yeah so in like the 1800s the town got really populated because they were mining and they were getting a lot of whatever. gold right it was the gold rush i guess yeah i didn't read that far into it but <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was a gold maybe it was it's like gold. front page yeah gold okay sure they were mining for gold and they were getting a bunch of gold and then apparently the gold ran out so everyone left except like very small amount of, it went from it like 5000 like, like to 100 right yeah it was crazy so and they preserved that town and now more people live there cuz it's actually like a tourist attraction but random little things like that when you're driving you could just take a stop in Jerome Arizona and explore this ghost town that was not really exciting but we still had a good time it was <laughs> funny though yeah. watching you there was funny we were just you goofing were, you around you were making jokes we were you were so yeah you like you said before your energy was like up yeah. here just collabing with someone else who does the same thing that was that was one of my first times actually collaborating like that and going on a trip with someone who's been doing the same thing as me, relatively. Like, we both are travel vloggers. And he's been doing it for a few years, and so have I. And it's just cool to connect with someone like that because typically I don't travel with anyone who's doing the same exact thing. You know, some someone would be interested in photography or videography, but specifically making videos about travel on YouTube. It was cool. I had a great time. Did you find it conflicting trying to get the same footage and not put out all. the same content not at all it was because i used to vlog with someone too every single day and we would create videos and like we'd have the same storyline in each of our videos that's actually like, yeah joe <laughs> i remember those yeah <laughs> it came out really interesting how unique our perspectives were with our own editing styles so we both edited the same, essentially the same videos that we i mean we recorded our own footage but we did the same things so it's really cool to see how different they came out that. and we all like we each portrayed our own storyline throughout each vlog so it's cool really cool so where'd you go after that so we ended up I going don't... to california we drove to san diego i actually met up with yeah. first time in cali yeah oh man. dude how what california it's beautiful isn't it is amazing yeah, i didn't want to leave it's like literally yeah, serious it's, yeah it's the show <laughs> yeah just gave a shaka he's like it's literally just no a shaka, I was, bro. I, when i was in california <laughs> one of the times i was at a restaurant and the server comes up to me. He's like, "Hi, brother. Is everything good, man?" <laughs> he goes like this: double, double hand. What's this called? Shaka. That's Shaka. He gives me thing. the double shock. He's like, "Everything good, brother?" I'm like, "Yeah, man. Everything's good." He's like, "Ah." And he like starts backing <laughs> up. He like starts. He starts like backing up. He's like. Ah. <laughs> 
just has, like I'm like fuck yeah David Blaine shit <laughs> no it was such a good time I really love California I went to San Diego first I ended up going down to Tijuana next I spent a couple nights in Tijuana which was a fun time where's that still is Mexico that's like oh. that that's that just strip a, thing right like uh, the heel yeah is it that high heel of Mexico uh, it's What's just that is like the peninsula. I yeah, forget what it's they call like it. a thin peninsula. Yeah. That I'm like, this has to be dope. That's pretty thing. far like south. That's... So Tijuana is just south of the border. Oh. So San, you can see Tijuana from San Diego. Oh, okay. It's crazy. Okay. And um, it's yeah, not we a lot did of that. vegetation over there. It's just no. like <laughs> open, hot. Yeah. Dude, I fucking Dry I love that, man. I love that place. All of California. California from south so to nice. north. I never went like... to the north, so I ended up going to... Los Angeles. Did you do Yosemite? Funny story. I see we have a salt lamp in here. <laughs> yeah, you can lick it. I actually. I have to. You yeah. didn't. Have you seen my vlog about Tijuana? No. Okay. Well, we were in Tijuana, Mexico. You drink tequila there. That's naturally what you have to do since you're like three it, years it, old. It flows in the rivers, right? <laughs> it's like in people's blood flows there. It flows in the river. <laughs> <laughs> they have water fountains that are just instead of water fountains it's <laughs> just <I> got tequila it. <laughs> no anyway we were uh, at an airbnb and we were drinking we were planning on drinking tequila we got limes we forgot we didn't have any salt but oh you have two salt lamps in here fuck, you that? surrounded no, by positive ions yeah. negative, negative ions. ions yeah fuck it I'm negative ions positive. positive feelings yeah oh that's so cute and so anyway anyway sorry so i can you could probably see where the story is yeah. going. We had tequila, didn't have a salt. Instead, we decided to lick a salt lamp. Oh. And I thought you were going to uh, say, like, oh, shave lick? it down. We licked it. Just like, no, yeah, we just it. straight up licked it. And So it, what do you, you lick it, shot, and then lime? Yeah, typically how you take a tequila shot is you take, you typically you pour some salt on your hand or something. So you take salt, shot, then lime. We didn't have any salt, so we licked the lamp, shot, then lime. <laughs> what? It works, though. I've licked it this works. before. It's, it's very salty, salty as fuck, dude. It's, real it's a salt. big salt rock. As long as it's clean. Then I think I mean everybody did Tori does lick this. it. I think Tori, oh, Tori uh, licked it. Yeah, she like lick touched it. it lick it. Go ahead. Me? Yeah, do it. Frank licked Dude, it. This is my salt rock. I'll salty, lick the shit out of it. It's salty. It's really. Salty. It's definitely like pink salt. <laughs> I just made them lick a salt rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so after that, did you go to Yosemite? I did not. That's one of the places I didn't go. Did um, you do any like inner California, or you stayed coastal? So I went to San Diego, then I went to Tijuana. I actually ended up meeting up with another travel creator her name is Pema <laughs> I want to talk about that <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know the status so I, was like, I don't know the status is uh, like, we're still good yeah she's my girlfriend yeah. <laughs> yes bro when I so fuck okay I saw you guys where so did you I meet fuck. her you were with her somewhere else before that weren't so you? we met in San Diego first because we were kind of talking on Instagram a little bit, and then she was living in L.A. So I, when I was on my way to San Diego with Tal, we already had an Airbnb set up in San Diego for two nights, and then for two nights in Tijuana. So I hit up Pema because we were talking about trying to meet up. Wait, you didn't, you didn't collide with her in like Thailand or something? No, this is my first time meeting. Really? Her. Yeah. I thought you did. No, huh. that's a different girl you might be thinking of, Ave. Potentially. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Anyway. Um, <laughs> they I look like they get that all the time <laughs> yeah. um well, anyways anyways like but. i was saying 
<laughs> Train of thought is lost, but it's coming back on track. Here so you go. had two BNBs reserved. Two BNBs. Yeah. We're meeting up. You're so, talking through so Instagram. Yeah, so, so I reached out to her and I was like, "Hey, girl, if you want to come hang out with us, we got Airbnb set up." And she was Slide like, "Yeah, in. let's go." So we hung out. We were just completely friends. It was. It was. We were having so much fun, and all three of us clicked so well immediately. Just like I clicked with Tal immediately. As soon as Pema came down, within the first hour of being there, we were just so all. We were all just so comfortable with ourselves. Maybe due to the fact that where we were staying, that Airbnb in San Diego was actually a tent. It was called a magical goddess tent. It was in someone's backyard. It was not like a little cheap Walmart tent. It was like a permanent structure, big tent with a full huge bed and kind of like a living room area. It was really nice. That's, so That's pretty cool. cool. And yeah. there was like all these crystal healing rocks everywhere. Dude, we got one right here. Yeah, bro, oh, we are crystal healing. I feel so healed. I'm healed. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, Pema came down. We hung out. Um, and we went to Tijuana. And we just hit it off. And she w- she ended up going back to L.A. And then we ended up meeting up again, again in L.A. And then I ended up going up to Washington to meet up with my buddy Chris. So Chris I actually met in yes, Columbia. So Chris you renovated... I flew from LA to Seattle. So I got to Washington, met up with Chris. He had a van, a Volkswagen van that he renovated to live in. So he invited me to come along with him. So I did. And we traveled not too far, but really slow and just kind of enjoyed our time for like three weeks. We went from Seattle down through Washington into Oregon. I went to Portland and then I ended up flying to back to LA to meet up with Pema. Did it rain every single day in Washington? No, it did rain. A little lot, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but not every day. Not every day. Actually, the first day I was there, when I went to Seattle, it was beautiful, despite everyone's common belief that it rains a lot there. I think it does. Well, statistically, yeah. 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 But I for mean, me, it was... Can't deny it. I got a really... Yeah, common belief. <laughs> <laughs> common belief fact. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. Anyway, then uh, yeah, I, I went down to... I went back down to LA, met up with Pema. And because she was planning on moving out of L.A. So she had all of her stuff. She's been living in California for the past like eight years and she wants to travel full time. She was. So what does she do? So she, she doesn't. I was just about to ask that, too, because her Instagram. First off. Yeah. Pema. Flawless. Pema travels. Pema, Pema travels. travels. Her Instagram, bro. Professionally. Yeah. Professional photographer. Yeah. Photographer. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, like her photos are incredible. And, but I thought she's been traveling. I didn't know she was living yeah. in L.A. I thought she, so she or was, does she travel that's frequently? That's why she was moving out of L.A. Because she was traveling so frequently. She after she went to California to go to college. And then she ended up living there and becoming a nurse. She was going, she was going to be a nurse. And then uh, she ended up doing that for a little bit and started traveling. She went on a I think she she said she went on a trip to the Philippines, which was supposed to be not that long. Extended it to like a month. And she pulled a felt, Steve Yellow. Yeah, <laughs> just quit everything. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it's been more of a process for her, and now she officially kind of quit everything because she's been paying for rent in LA, but traveling so much, she's been spending oh, like less than a week fun. in LA. Why even have a, a place in LA? So she moved. Yeah, yeah she's like, she decided to move all her stuff back to her parents' place. Her parents live in Minnesota, and. Uh, I went along for the journey with her. So we traveled from California all the way to Minnesota to drop all of her stuff off. And now she's traveling full time because she is location independent, as some people like to call it. So how do you sustain a living that way? Um, I mean, not to get too personal. Yeah. So right now with what we're doing is through clients that pay us for video and photography work. 
Oh, so she has the same type of yeah. So she she's been exactly yeah. So we connected Fuck. immediately because we do the same thing, God. and we both have the same interest, the same passion. She's she loves videography, loves photography, and over the past few years, she's been getting really good at it and becoming good. a professional in the industry and actually getting clients and That's what it looks like earning a living. Yeah, yeah so I was like, excuse me, who made the first what? move? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Wow. The salt lamp made the first move. No, well, come on. I want to talk about it. The podcast. We talk about everything. We're bros. The first move? <laughs> it was a mutual first move. Yeah. All right, yeah. Cool. That's how it usually works. No, baby, it's cold outside shit, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> baby, that. it's tropical out here in <laughs> yeah, right? LA, basically. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. It's just so cool. Like, that you guys travel together, but yeah, you have so we're to, going you have to, to. You can't be in a relationship with someone who doesn't travel. Exactly, imagine. that's why I haven't been in a relationship oh. for so long. <laughs> yeah, true. Sure. Yeah, imagine well, you definitely can't. Yeah. Definitely not. Like for me, it's just like if you're not interested, like what are we doing? Because mm-hmm. like when are we gonna have like that fun designated two weeks? You know, at least. You know, it's like some people just don't. Some people like to travel to do things that are like set up, like a Disneyland or like a. That's not travel. Like it's not. It's just like, <laughs> hey, I want to go stay in a resort in Cancun. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's nice. I get it. But That's like, a good getaway. It's definitely. It's a getaway. It's an escape from their reality. But it's funny. I've been learning that what I've been doing recently is, my reality, typically is. A, a lot of people's escape from their reality. So I'll travel, I'll stay in hostels, hotels, and places like that. And a lot of people, their mindset is they're on vacation. They're escaping their re- reality. Meanwhile, this is my reality. Mm-hmm. I'm not escaping anything. Yeah. So at sometimes it can be a little challenging to stay focused because my, uh, you know, my essentially my job is to make videos, create content. But everyone around you, everyone is around on me vacation. is like, let's party. I'm like, eh, I gotta stay in and end of this video. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's cool. It's it's. I would never complain about that. That's just something that is just comes with it. I still enjoy it. And well, I mean, ultimately, you save money too. I mean, being that you're saying like you travel on a relative budget. Yeah. Right? So a lot and of people, like, a lot of people, the biggest question I get is how do you afford to travel? Yeah. And it depends on how you travel. So I don't travel luxuriously unless I'm working with maybe a resort that I'm taking videos for and I'm staying in a nice place. I'm not going to pay for that. (laughs) So sometimes I post about staying in nice places, but I'm definitely not paying for that. And usually I'm I'm always very honest about it. And in my YouTube videos, I share, my goal is to share my whole journey from the start. I had this idea where it was just building up inside of me that I needed to get away and just go try to make videos. I, I knew I was interested in videos, so I just did it. I documented it. I even have a video um, on my YouTube channel, like I have a whole series. Like I, I actually just looked the other day. I have 134 travel vlogs now, and like number one is when I was selling all my shit and I was getting ready to leave and I was living in Orlando, and now it's just been a, an amazing journey. I forget what I started talking about. I don't know. <laughs> it's podcast life, bro. Uh, yeah, and I know yeah, it happens all the time. Not, nah, but you're talking about your phone. relationship and how you then were able to afford it. Right. Yeah. Now, okay. Yeah. How I afford to how. travel. Yeah. Oh yeah. And what I want to well, say was that, cause you said the number one question you get is how do you afford to travel? So I want to build off that real quick before I forget this thought. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, so <laughs> if you compare it to your current life, think about how much, how many bills you currently pay. Maybe you pay, That's what I was about to you say. pay rent. Was about probably. To like about. the average person pays rent. You might have uh, a phone bill. You might have what, what other bills? Oh, do here, let me run down my bills. So, okay. Ready? Car, car insurance, uh, grocery shopping, uh, Amazon Prime, Shopify, uh, insurance. Did I say that right? I said insurance. Uh, credit yeah. card bills. So, so like gas. Yeah. Haircuts. 
uh, all those things. Yeah. Imagine you stopped paying for all of those things and you didn't have any bills to pay. I'd have an extra $2,200 a month. So in the beginning, I cut off my income as well. So I cut off my income, but I also cut off all of my costs except my student loans, which is just going to be there. And I just kind of, you know, that's, that's just a given. And I don't even care about that. Let's talk about that. No, um, <laughs> but I cut out all of my bills. So I had nothing to pay. So from there, I gave myself an idea that I don't need an income right now. I can figure out how to make an income over the next year. So when I started traveling, I saved up enough. I saved up, I think it was at the time I had $13,000 saved up with no bills and gave myself. Which is not even that much. Yeah, but I, I was traveling on such a low budget. I went to Thailand. Yeah. I got a one-way ticket to Thailand. I started traveling and was spending sometimes less than $10 a day and just so cheap. I was couch surfing, which is an app that I used to stay at locals' homes for free. I was going to the cheapest hostels possible. In Thailand, you could find hostels for less than $5 a night, and I was using that up, and I was not caring because I was just so excited to be out there. But I gave myself that time to learn videography, and I already had an understanding of how to use a camera, but I wanted to do it professionally. And I said, you know, I'm going to go out there with the intent of doing this for work. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. And that's what a lot of people get afraid of, the unknown, and not having a distinct plan in place where I just have an idea like I want to get there I just need to try so that's what I did I just put myself out there with no vision at all about how I was going to do it I just started doing it and boom I'm doing it now and I and it's it's real and it happens because if you just put yourself out there with the mindset of I need to learn how to do something and and I don't need immediate results I'm just going to progress over time that is how you do it and i'm i'm currently living that and i'm and i'm aware of that and i think more people should should well, have the mindset i love of, that it's, yeah. but it's hard to do because you were taught to plan everything plan your school plan your your resume plan 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 structure and that's it you will make it yeah but you it's literally like it's like no up. dude sometimes you just have to go into it just start if we don't like, just like we we've said it multiple times about the podcast. We, I was just going to say for no the, clue for this podcast, f as an example, for me, it's travel and videography. I want to do that. I wanted to figure out a, a way to do it. So I just did it for you. You were like, I want to make a podcast. I don't know how, but let's just Fucking try. Let's just start. start. Just go. Maybe you talk about it. Me personally, I actually really want to start a podcast. It's one of those things that I keep talking about. I just need to do it. I don't we know talked about this. Right? I don't know how to do it, but I just need to go. And whoever's listening to this right now, maybe you can hold me up to this and bother me if if I don't have a podcast. <laughs> Where's that podcast? Where's, yeah, podcast? Yeah. Steve? Where's that podcast? I need to get that going. But just just getting out there, just one foot in front of the other, just keep going and making progress, and that's that's how you do things. Yeah, man. So recently, I, I read a book on basically breaking habits breaking old habits okay right and like we've been just like justin said like our whole lives we've been taught how to listen to the teachers yeah. to the teacher being your parents being your grandparents being the teachers being you know your boss just always follow instructions and do what is told of you so you become like a professional subordinate which means that the information is coming from an outside source there's no inspiration there's no need for inspiration because you are being taught and told and fed everything. So in your case or in our case, we're saying, no, 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 that doesn't really do much for me. Like, so you usually have an experience, at least for me, I had an experience where I was completely autonomous and this was fitness for me, 
where it was like this my my future is dictated by my actions and by what I learn and what I research and what I implement and over time that will evolve and become something but no one's gonna teach me directly how to do this no one's gonna hold my hand and hold a class every week and say this is chest class this is back class this is leg class this is nutrition class like that didn't happen so it was like just figure out your own path and once you could you could hone in on something that you love to do and there's no blueprint for it you start to learn the mindset that it takes to just start something and not feel scared but feel motivated mm -hmm. right and that's hard for people to just be like look i'm gonna unlearn everything that i've learned already to follow 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 and just break through and start my own thing so usually there's some sort of like traumatic or like something that the catalyst for change like what was that for you that that was able to get you to say fuck it I need to do something different and then you started doing it. or was it this that was that first thing for you that was like, I'm gonna go unconventional and just break away because I'm tired of listening to people did I tell you guys about my Red Bull experience I was gonna say it's the Red Bull oh, shit. I was gonna yeah, say that's exactly what I forgot about it. that so tell it say it again though yeah it's no, a, let it's people, fucking that's wonderful worth story. saying yeah that's during my dope. senior year this really changed my life for the best um, during my senior year of college I was living in Orlando and uh, my buddy told me about this challenge hosted by Red Bull called Can You Make It? And the premise of this challenge is they send teams of three. So in order to apply, you need a team of three. You need to be in college. Um, and they send teams from all around the world to travel across Europe for a week with no money, just using cans of Red Bull as currency. So I heard about this challenge. Of course, I was so interested in it. I've never really had any crazy experience like that, but I've always... That's, that's like a, a dream of mine to do something like that. So I applied for it. And in order to apply, you need to make uh, a one minute video. So of course, there's a little bit of my, at the time, uh, a little bit of video experience. And I cranked out a video with two of my best friends, uh, Misha and Zach, and we needed to get votes for this video in order to actually get a chance to participate. So you made a video, it went live on Red Bull's website. And now you need to people, you need to get people to vote for your video. And that right there is when my life changed because I never wanted anything more in my entire life than to be able to participate in this competition. So I went crazy getting everybody I've ever talked to in my entire life to vote for me and way more. I went to campus. I was going to UCF and I set up a table on campus with my friends and we were just everybody that passed by. We had a laptop open. We were like bribing them with cookies and we even had Red Bull and we were having like dance competitions in front of our table to try to attract people and we had a laptop open trying to get people to vote like hey just log into Facebook and vote real quick and we fucking did it and it was amazing and that feeling of accomplishment when we got enough votes to secure ourselves a, to secure our, our team a spot in the Red Bull challenge was just that in itself was a challenge and then we get to participate so they flew us to Florence Italy and we had seven days to make it to Paris and we had there was a whole you know there's a whole point system involved and they actually had a, a list of uh, random challenges called the adventure challenge list that we had to complete for different points and stuff and there was a bunch of different checkpoints scattered around Europe so we had to stop at a bunch of different places before making it to Paris and it was just that whole frenzy of a challenge from the and by the way we made it to paris we made it all the way seven days no money just so going cool. up to strangers in the street asking them to help us whether we need transportation uh, accommodation or food and every day was like a crazy adventure just 
getting either denied or meeting people that were helping us way beyond what we would expect. And people were going out of their ways once we told them what we were doing. Not everybody, but the people, it was either a hard no, like get out of here, no, or hell yeah. <laughs> it was like, imagine someone came up to you on the street and was like, hey, I'm doing this challenge where I have no money and I, I'm traveling. Can you help me? And you Would, documented the whole experience, right? Um, with a GoPro. Yeah, so, no, I actually didn't have a GoPro. It was documented through Red Bull's website. They had this whole thing set up to where everything was being uh, uploaded to their website. And I have it. I have some of it on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, I made like... Which I remember watching. Yeah. I have some of it on my YouTube channel if you go way back. Um, but yeah, man, that experience changed my life for the best. And like I said, the beginning part really was when I felt passion and determination really like real passion for the first time in my life and that just unleashed a whole new mindset for me and and when we went to Europe we were traveling around and it was hard it was tough but you that really taught me that you can accomplish anything you put your mind to and you know you hear that phrase all the time from people so who cliche. are successful like you can do anything you want if you work hard enough but it's really true and i've heard it so much and that was my first experience living that so that is definitely the catalyst and in, into what shot me into this frenzy of just passion and I, I can do anything so why not do what i enjoy and that's i realized that and that's what just set me free well, i remember you said after that you came home and like the next day we're sitting in your office so like yeah. sitting at your desk job at your cubicle and you were just like looking around like fuck all of this <laughs> yeah exactly it was it was a big life change for me just the perspective of like you were saying before you know you go to austin or, or in somewhere in texas where you said and just being there and being exposed to a new way of life you're like whoa this is different i didn't know you can operate like this wait a sec your whole mind's going through this reconfiguration process of like wait there's other things out there like this and you're just not aware of it you're just not exposed to it so when i i traveled with no money and i was like wait a sec i just traveled for a week with no money like usually in my mindset before that travel was expensive expensive and travel was glorious vacations and I was like wait you can just travel with a backpack and go meet people like the friends I made through that trip were incredible I still have contact with people I met randomly in the street in Europe and it was <laughs> those moments are going to be the I moments you remember forever how yeah. cool that is because I feel like you just have to go through that experience to truly know what it feels like yeah, yeah. like I'm sitting here listening I'm like this is incredible I feel passionate but I, you just don't you, you have don't to do know it. what you, you, you don't do it. know it's that it's that you simple know. you don't know what you don't know so like when you were saying before like it sounds cliche when you say you could put your mind to it uh you could get anything done that you put your mind mm -hmm. to it's like most people who deny that or feel like oh it's just such a stupid cliche are people who don't know anything that they would be passionate about they've mm -hmm. never felt that fire before they've never been exposed to something that really challenges them in a way that's almost borderline euphoric mm -hmm. you know like where you get so and your shirt's perfect seek discomfort like something that's so uncomfortable but if done right will give you a great result like if you go through one of those challenges man yourself no matter what it is whether it be red bull or if it just be me flying to austin like yeah. whatever the thing is whatever that catalyst is for your change you then realize oh i do want that bad enough now i will do whatever it takes to get there because mm -hmm. now i can't see a life without i can't envision a life without this outcome mm -hmm. or with this lifestyle i i can't deviate from this but a lot of people are just stuck in this paradigm where it's like i gotta just subscribe to this and i'm gonna i'll follow on the conveyor belt and everyone does this and they usually enjoy that so i, I should do that and then they do it and they don't find fulfillment because they're just subscribers to things they're not implementers of their own you know 
their own way, their own system. And like, you got to be exposed to the shit that you love in order to really be passionate. And you don't know what you don't it's, know. You yeah. don't know what you would love. And sometimes you don't know what you're passionate about. A lot of people always say, chase your passion. What the, f some people are like, what the fuck is my passion? I don't know. I don't know. And like my biggest advice with that is what do you enjoy doing? Some people may, may see things only in a, you know, like how they can monetize things like, Oh, I can't make money with that. I'm not, I can't be passionate about that. Eh, you'd be surprised. You can probably make money with that in a different way. Maybe I was actually just having a conversation, uh, with my buddy Tom today and we were talking about starting something without the intention of making money from it and seeing how that evolves. And like, for example, he started an Instagram page called tattoo passport. And a lot of people were asking him, Oh, how do you make money from that? How do you make money? How much money have you made? And it's, for him, he wasn't making money from that, and that wasn't his goal. So when people asked, and he told people, like, oh, I'm not making money from this, people were like, oh, why are you doing it then? That's, like, uh, I hear it all the time like, this with this podcast. Like, oh, you're not making money? Why are you doing it? Well, maybe in the future I will make money. It's not an immediate thing. And guess and what? They're like, oh, now, well, how long? Yeah, like, when does that? And I'm just like, And uh, he was telling me today that now, because of his experience with running this social media page, Tattoo Passport, he started making videos for this Instagram page. He got really good at making videos. And something spun off of that that he wasn't anticipating. Now he's a videographer and he's getting clients who are paying him for video work. And he's like, dude, I'm making money through videos. And it started because of Tattoo Passport where everyone was like, how are you making money from that? And he said, I don't know. Now he's making money in a different way, but it's all related. If you just start something, you know, it's what we said value. before, just start, just start You're creating doing. value yeah. and that value might not. It's like energy, right? It's you experience. can find energy in different forms. Like, oh, ultimately I want heat. But it starts with electromagnetic energy, and then it goes into like this metal thing, and then it somehow Whoa. shits out. Oh, Fuck off! Hold on, right, it does, right, okay, are you high? Yeah, okay. No, I'm not fucking high. <laughs> but energy could be expelled in all different forms, right? So like it could be given off as heat, and it's like, well, if that can't produce heat, how can that produce heat? Well, actually, no. That hamster spinning on a wheel creating this energy yeah. could then charge this thing, which then translates into heat. See, I would have just said something process. more simple, like uh, "fuck you." Very, like if you want it, wanted, just <laughs> it just happened. I would have said like. If right, you want to be a say? videographer and that's your goal and you want to make money from it, you don't just snap your videographer. Like you got to start somewhere you need where experience. you're free experience. You got to create value. Like you said, yeah, <clears throat> before you went off into uh, electromagnetism. Yeah. Well, some of us can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> another thing, another piece of advice oh, I love man. to give people who always ask me about like my videography section of what I do is, you know, how, how do you make money from this? I would always suggest don't make money first. And, and kind of how I got experience was just doing free gigs. And my way of getting experience was, it was kind of, you know, a pressure for me. I would offer videos to companies for free. And in exchange, I would, I mean, who would say no to that? A lot of, you can hit up any random business and chances are, if you approach them correctly, even on Instagram or send them an email and say, Hey, you know, I'm a videographer. I'm looking for more experience. I would like, I'm wondering if you're interested in a free video. They might say, yeah, and then you can now that's how you develop a portfolio. And now you have examples of your experience that you can show other companies and then, hey, they will pay you. But you need to start somewhere. So offer things for free. Just go out there, get experience and, and just learn. Just do it. Yeah, it's like that stingy mindset where it's like, I can't I can't give this out. This yeah. is too valuable. Yeah. Someone else is going to give that out. And if you could duplicate that yourself, then why not? Mm -hmm. You know, like just give a little bit to then receive a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that power reciprocity, just moving forward with energy that you want to input onto the world. And then you will get that shit back. Like just fucking talking about this before. Like if you if you do what you know you're good at and what you know you're passionate about and you just kind of 
you lay off the profit concept yeah. for a while and you just give and give and give, people are just going to love you. And then at some point they subscribe. Why do you think free trials work? Same concept. Mm-hmm. You know, take our 30 day free trial. Yeah, I love this product. Holy shit. I'm paying for this. Yeah. Done. Paid. And that's you know, it's, speaking of that, that's essentially what I do a lot. So, for example, I'll offer a potential client a free whatever, a free video or free photos for the time being. Like I'll make them one free video and now they see what I'm capable of. And then they like that video and said, oh, I want more. OK, if you want more now, you pay for it. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> or put me up in a dope hotel or free, give thanks. me some free shit bitches <laughs> <laughs> so after so you just went from austin to la right? yeah and then up to seattle then back to la mm-hmm. and, and then, then to, minnesota. to minnesota and then and i that. flew to florida so from there i flew to orlando i met up with so, I don't, did I tell you about the guy? So, you didn't tell us about the I don't guy. know about the guy. Okay, so another really cool thing that happened to me guy? is this guy reached out to me. No. <laughs> uh, I, obviously, I was making a lot of videos when I was traveling in Colombia. I traveled through Colombia for about three months, so I made a lot of vlogs. And then I was putting a lot of work into making these high-quality videos for YouTube. Um, this guy, Matt, saw my videos because he was starting a business in Colombia, basically like a travel, a group travel business. And he wanted me to make videos for his business. So he reached out to me. He was like, hey, you want to make videos for my business? <laughs> but it turns out just he like was that? actually yeah, just like that in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> and then he uh, we were talking for just a few minutes, actually. And then he realized at the time that was right after I left Colombia. So I was back in Orlando and he is actually based in Orlando. His main business is an RV company in Orlando. So he's like, wait a sec, you're in Orlando? I would like to make some videos about my other company in Orlando. So I ended up teaming up with him, made some videos for his RV company. He loved that. And then he ended up um, starting this travel company called Welcome to Columbia, which is essentially like a full service travel agency that does more than a typical travel agency. They give back to the community and they set up group trips for people who are interested in going to Colombia, but everything is handled for you. So it's it's really cool, really convenient for someone who's interested in going there. Uh, he flew me out there actually with Pema and uh, we made videos. I just filmed the entire trip, took a bunch of photos. Now I have content and uh, I'm going to be, I already actually, I just, I'll show the video after the podcast, but I just finished editing the recap video for Welcome to Colombia. If you guys are interested, I'll be posting a version of it on my YouTube soon, but it is kick ass <laughs> yeah it's it's i'm starting to get more into this professional aspect of videography because a lot of my vlogs are you know goofy and fun it's just me it's just myself of course but i try to put that professional spin on it with cinematics and things like that but i was now, just about to say now it's more emotion when yeah. you watch it it's like almost a movie because i know what makes a great movie what makes a great youtube video when it's mm-hmm. cinema is the emotion the viewer gets mm-hmm. yeah try to tell a story and, and exactly yeah. you got to capture those feels man that's funny they that say that because i watched paranormal activity last night oh fuck that <laughs> I, hate, I hate scary movies dude, dude so i watched paranormal Activity. do you uh, remember that though it was it was like a vlog was, bro, the I'm, whole movie I'm, was a vlog it yeah. wasn't like a like a dead typical yeah, yeah but this guy was walking around and like 
his hat. I mean, you've seen it, right? Mm -hmm. And he's just basically you're capturing all the emotions, and it seems so real compared to like regular movies where it's like it's here's a scene, and then here's two angles of the same thing. And, and it was it's basically like, a vlog. It was a vlog the entire time, but it was, <laughs> but like how the way that you film could actually really change the narrative of whatever you're watching, like exactly. a vlog compared to then a professional yeah. like motion picture, right? And I see some of your vlogs where I'm just like, this is like. I I, I would think this was done by a production team. And now I'm just going to vlog. Like, oh, here's this angle. And then same thing. I'm just going to pan around. I'm going to watch you pan around. And, like, I see all the imperfections. It's like, no. no, Yours is just like, I'm fucking professional. You upgraded cameras, right? I did. I was just going to say that. You got got the Sony A7R. I love that camera. It's crazy. Dude, how good is it? I just How great is it? It is amazing, man. It's like, I feel like I just unlocked a new level in the world. And you have the <laughs> the G Master lens on it? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I got two lenses. I got the G Master and, and another care. Zeiss lens that's just a wide okay. angle, 16 to 30 or something. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> 16 to 35, I think. Um, but yeah, man, having that having that camera, this, this trip that I just went to Columbia was really my first production with this this camera and it's changed the it's game a beast i mean for that for that much money it better be a beast yeah you know that's not that's not a that's not a toy that it's is a, a serious it's yeah. a child, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a baby. child. <laughs> i mean yeah it's i'm a, sure you treat it like a child honestly yeah i kiss Such it and a tuck beautiful. it in every night <laughs> <laughs> he has his own crib <laughs> i need a room for two when i travel now breastfeeding <laughs> okay <laughs> I got weird. All right, let's oh, talk about something. Else. So, it, when you went to Orlando, you have family there, right? No, only no. Actually, all my family lives here. But Andrew, my brother, is uh, living in Orlando. He goes to Full Sail University, and so I stayed with him while I was there. Uh, but he's my only family in Orlando. I also have another stepbrother, had- like in a more southern part of Florida, but that's uh, about like two hours away from Orlando. And then that was the end of your United States trip. Came back. Yeah, I've been in Orlando for a little bit. So I I took a quick trip back to Columbia, like I said, to film that. Was there for a week with Welcome to Columbia. Uh, That was just about a month ago. Uh, Then I went back to Orlando. Actually, ended up going down to Key West with the RV company business. Uh, Did (laughs) an amazing trip with them. Made awesome videos in Key West. And now I am. Yeah. And then I went back to Orlando, and I just flew up to home long island new york i'm gonna be here f- until january 10th and then i fly to the philippines back to the philippines the yeah, going traveling man it's my life are you going with Jeez. pem yeah pem diddly doodles beautiful <laughs> I, love, I love that so much honestly how long are you gonna be you don't know one way ticket man oh man that's so dope <laughs> so do you have any like do you have any macro plan like all right i'm gonna go to the philippines but then i'm gonna go here beautiful. or do you have like a video sequence you think of making with pem or nothing <laughs> <laughs> no, I, have, I have some loose ideas of where we want to go and i mean going on to south i'll probably end up spending a few months in southeast asia other parts of the philippines maybe go back to bali for a little bit who knows thailand they're always oh, the vietnam they're all amazing yeah have you ever tried have you ever thought of going to australia yeah for I mean, sure right it's just there you just gotta, like, it's, it's just expensive to be honest compared to travel in oh, i i like to stick to budget travel especially like the, the type of videos i make mm-hmm. i try to make more videos that are helpful and useful to people who are thinking about traveling to these destinations so my goal is to rank when someone searches philippines travel but more specifically if there's a certain island they want to go to they'd search palawan philippines i want my videos to come up and be actually helpful videos for someone to prepare themselves to go there and it's just a good time so i get to go to these locations have a good time and 
kind of analyze different things, compare different prices of different places to stay and good places to go to eat and things like that and fun things to do around the area and kind of compile it all into one fun, goofy, silly little video that is entertaining and also informative. Fucking symbiosis.com. <laughs> right there, dude. Everything just working towards the same goal yeah. and just being in your living your best life yeah. like yeah, and honing your craft yeah honing like, in on your craft all of it like the more you do in one skill or one aspect just the better and the more rich the whole experience becomes mm -hmm. and that's like really where you want to be in life you want to point all of your arrows in the same direction so that you like don't lose any thrust like that's fucking awesome man <clears throat> that's cool though like I, I really don't not nobody does that not like even specifically that just anything in their life where everything is pointing in the direction that they want to go you know there's always like that slight conflict and like oh, i'm compromising here and i just i can't get around to doing that because you know there's this in the way and you know i have kids and i have uh you know i have family here and i just can't leave them i just i can't i can't imagine leaving them it's like all right well that was always my issue with school school was always the thing holding you know holding me back like, I, oh, I have all this cool stuff I want to do, social media and video creation I'm passionate about and fitness and health. You know, I'm super into all this, but uh, I got to go to school or it's like, oh, when can I when can I lean off that? Because I'm learning more with all this than I am in school right now. OK, you're yeah. teaching me about Greek mythology and I'm paying a lot of money for that <laughs> when I could just be, you know, head over heels in my passion learning like I do. So there's always that, that barrier. That was recent too. Holy shit. Like now that I think about it, like I, this pot, you were going to school with this podcast. I dropped out on the podcast. Yeah. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah, but I, I, I totally forgot. I think that, you know, Damn, it's, bro, it's definitely so far. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 40. It's weird. I think it's weird. I think that's unique. And that's, that's ultimately the goal for everyone is, you know, a lot of people go to school because they don't know what they want to do. And it's okay. A lot of people stress themselves out so much because they don't know what they want to do. And that's okay. I mean, we're all, that was me. We're all, it's everybody. We're all still figuring out what we do, what we want to do. And if you find something you're doing, you're always thinking in the back of your mind, is this really what I want to be doing? And then you're just like questioning yourself, but just keep going. You know, when, when it comes down to college, if, if you're listening to this and you happen to be in college and you don't know what you want to do, that's fine. And if you, you know, I talk about going to college as a good thing until you realize if you have a passion, then you don't really need college anymore. Like you found something that you're passionate about. For me, I found videography. That was right before I was about to graduate college. I actually didn't finish because I, I was like, I don't need this anymore. It, it brought me to the point to where I needed to be. And I wouldn't talk bad about college, but I, I outgrew it right before I was about to finish. And, and I was going to get a degree in advertising and public relations. And with what I really want to be doing, I don't want a college. I don't need a college degree. And personally, I don't want a college degree because now that forces me even more to work harder because, in, you know, some people look at that. Oh, now you don't have a college degree. You can't get that corporate job. Actually, in Perfect. the industry. And in, yeah, now good. I don't want that corporate <laughs> job. So now I can't even <laughs> I can't go back. So I got to yeah. go forward. But now that I'm thinking about it, I have so much experience that it outweighs a college degree by so much. I've been. Video, just thinking about what I've been doing and, and what I've been learning. I was having this discussion with uh, with Tal, who I was traveling with. And if you dissect everything that I'm doing in terms of, like, call it travel vlogging, I'm a videographer. I'm a host because I'm on the camera as well. Not only am I filming, but I'm in front of the camera. So I'm doing both. I'm editing those videos. And then I'm also 
ensuring that those videos get seen by an audience. So I'm I'm a social media manager. I'm a marketer. And then there's just so much behind the scenes that goes into what I'm doing that I'm very confident that if I didn't want to do this anymore, I could go to one of those corporate jobs and apply and get it because... I have experience. Your resume is insane. I have experience. So it just comes down to your experience. And college is a platform for you to go get experience. And obviously, you're not going to get a corporate job if you don't have any experience in college and all this stuff. But I kind of got to the point where I don't need that college experience. I don't need the low-level experience anymore. I want to do something beyond that. And that's really what I've been striving for. So since we're talking about college, I wanted to bring this up on the podcast. I didn't think we were going to do it this episode. But since we're talking about college, perfect, let's do it. Uh, my sister's home. Mm-hmm. She goes to Bingington in New York. And Sorry, Leo, I'm going to talk shit about you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so she's home from college for Christmas break, or whatever the fuck it's called. Winter break, right? Winter break? Yeah. The holidays. The holidays. Don't call it Christmas. You have to be politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> so she's home. Um, she is the type of person where school is the number one most important thing. And she's great at it, bro. A-plus student. She graduated fourth in Kanekwat. Wow. Fourth. Wow. Bro. Not third. Not third. <laughs> I'm <fourth>. just kidding. <laughs> so she, uh, she's amazing in school. She can study. She can learn. Uh, she's in meds. She's going to med school. Cool. Anyways, school is number one. So that she's going to med school. Yeah. You need school for that. 100%. Okay. But listen to this. This is what I'm, I'm not bashing school. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm bashing her. Okay. No, but I I am going to bash her kind of, but she's my sister. So fuck you guys. If you think it's mean, go ahead. Um, But there's a point to be made and there's it's, it's not just her. I see it in a lot of people. She comes from, from school. She has no homework. She has no classes, uh, whatever, no studying. Right. She has, she, she doesn't know what to do. She's so used to the structure, bro. She wakes up at like noon now. And I'll walk in and she'll be up. She'll be up at like 9 a.m. And she's still laying. She'll lay in bed till noon just watching Netflix. Then she get, she'll get up, eat, and sit on the couch and just watch her on her phone and just sit on her phone. Does nothing. And like, you know, you, you don't really have uh, that many close friends the more you go through college. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of separate a little bit. And then um, some of her friends aren't home yet. Like her friends from here, from Connecticut, aren't home. So she really had nothing to do. And every day she does nothing and i'm like leah like what are you what are your hobbies what do you do like and she's like i have i have nothing to study she literally told me she's like i don't know what to do i have nothing to study i have no homework and i'm just like who who are you like what is leah romano like do, do what you love and she's like uh i don't know i have nothing i just i need to study something and i'm just like fuck like this yeah. is what school mm. i'm not i don't want to bash her i love her I'm no. just saying this is what school is producing to some extent, yes. to some people. You're 100% right. It's producing kids, or she's an adult, right? We, we call that age a young adult. It's producing young adults who don't know what to do with themselves if they're not being told what to do. Mm-hmm. So you sit around and, you know, we're in, we live in a society where it's very easy to consume stuff. So you consume Netflix, you consume social media, you just sit there, you consume food. And it's like, come on, what are you? What, what makes you you? What That's makes fair. Frank Frank? What makes Steve Steve? Go do that. Protein and gritty. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that's crazy though because also, I mean, uh, so does she have a job? Yes. She has a job in Binghamton. Uh, no, she, she, she has it here. And every time she comes home, she works. Oh, so this was just one day where she didn't have it? No, I mean, it's not a full-time job. It's a, it's a, it's retail. It's a, it's at the mall. 
Gotcha. So it's like okay, here and there. It's like a four-hour shift every... Gotcha. But I mean, it's at least something. At least she has that. The work yeah, yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. So, that so that's could... what she does. No, okay. but that's, For that's... four hours a day, she goes to work. Not every day, though. Like three, four times a week. No, because that's like... So Jen, my girlfriend, goes... Uh, she works and goes to school, right? So And she's... Just fucking school is insane, especially at Stony Brook for the nursing program. Like it's unreal. Of course. And which it I can see. Yeah, you're a nurse. You need so to now she's save off for lives. The, she's off for the holidays, but she still works. She she works yes. lots of hours too. Like she's part time, but it's because she can't dedicate to full time. But like she works close to full time hours, like thirty hours a week. And it's like when she's not working or going to the gym, she's like, I, dude, I don't know what to do. Like I got nothing, but I don't mind it. Like, she doesn't mind it because she was so bogged down that she's like, dude, I like to just, I, I'm going to sit on your couch while you go to the gym, dude. Like, just go, go. Yeah. So I'm going to lay in your bed and like, just relax here. I need this. That's her down. You know? And it's, but it, I'm not talking about her, but what I'm saying is like, you get so beat up and so like constrained in school. And especially if you're juggling a job too, like she does, it's just like, you don't have the light of day to enjoy. You are just, you don't have time to it, invest in yourself personally or explore yourself that you're just, you're following task and order and structure and, and it pulls from you. It pulls from your creativity. And she, now she's got time and she's just so happy. So I get to go to the gym. I get to spend time at the gym. I get to actually like do stuff and like figure out a routine. And now she gets to cook and like actually eat food and food that she produces instead of going to get a quick bite. It's like, what are we producing in school, man? It's so and it's hard. sad because and they have to learning. pay for it. So of if course. you don't have parents who are paying for it, it's like now you got to work and go to school, and then you're not developing yourself. So then, who are you to your employer after you're out of school? When you graduate, your, your sister nobody. was talking about this. Remember, Dude, you're just a student. His at sister. Heart. Did you hear that podcast with his sister? She's a lawyer, and she went through 12 years of school. And she said, as soon as she got out of college, like all she knew was studying mm -hmm. and hardcore, you know, uh, law school. And her first day at the job, her boss her boss looked at her and said, everything you learn in school, throw it out the fucking door. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, uh, what? He's like, you're, you're, you start now. Your education starts now. And she's like, in her head, she's like, you know, I just spent 12 fucking years in school. Like what? <laughs> so, but, and it's sad too, because when you're learning something, the best way for you to learn is like when you are at full like, optimal human body, right? So that means no stress. And I see it in Caitlin too. Uh, my girlfriend, she's in a nursing program as well. Like, like you were saying with Jen, like they cram you with work. Yeah. And same thing with my sister. And, Rightfully and, so that they get like bogged down. And they're yeah, not but like it's choosing. Like, oh fuck it, I don't have a life outside. It's like no, you don't have. You a don't choice. have a choice. And it's like when you learn, you learn better in a good environment where you are stress free and you're mm -hmm. open and you can take in information. And when you're stressed and just fucking. <laughs> You know, you're constantly a victim. I hope you're you guys like that sound effect. Yeah, I like that. That was nice. It kind of worked if you watched a YouTube video because I made like hand movements. But if you're just <laughs> listening, it's ball Z shit. <laughs> but no, dude, that's like it's it's scary because it's it's supposed to prepare you for the future. And the future is what? The future is not more school. So the future is who are you? Point? Yeah, it's like, who is Frank? Right. Like so, how? So they get out of school and now. So she's your sister uh, is going to be. A, she wants to go for her doctorate. Yes. So it's like she's going to get out and be a professional. <laughs> But like not know what it's like to be a professional. So now she's going to be giving other people advice or caring for other people. People are going to look up to her. And she has never been in that position before. 
like being a personal trainer is the only time there's a one time where like during school is like oh i get to tell people what to do like this is weird reverse the tide here now i'm imposing on you like this power is so unusual to me normally it's just like oh go park that car over that was my job they go park cars and then I stopped doing that and I was training, but going to school. So all the time someone told me what to do. And the one time where it's like, make a regimen for this person, <laughs> motivate them, articulate your point and keep it going. Like unrelenting, just go. Gotta, you gotta make sure that you are the person that this person can, uh, that your client can uh, look up to. And it's like, I've never been in that position before. I just get thrown out to the wolves. I don't, you don't get taught this in school. You don't get taught how to be an individual and how to take charge and own things. And it's, it's scary because, you know, the people who are professional students, like, don't have a job, don't have autonomy in what they do. That's scary. Those people scare me. I think it's like, well, what are you doing? Like, it's not their fault. I think, yeah, with what you're saying, like, when I went away to school or even being in college when I was staying at home, I think I learned way more outside of the classroom. Just like with those structures and being able to... And when I went away to school, being on my own, I learned so much just living away from home and, you know, living on a college campus and, and interacting with other people and, and socializing like that. I think those social skills are actually more important than what you learn in the books and in the classroom. And that's why it's like a full circle when it comes to school, even like elementary school or middle school, high school. Yeah, you know, we have this structure, we have these classes, you're supposed to learn these subjects, but I think there's also a big learning tool in just being able to socialize and handle yourself around other humans. <laughs> just, just, just like the term human, like just the human interaction piece. Mm -hmm. Don't have that. Everyone sits and physically, like think about what a classroom is. You have 20 to 30 people staring in one direction <laughs> and one person staring at them. We're not making eye contact. We're not allowed to talk to each other. We have to sit here Literally. and be like, enough in a you know yeah in this this Confined weird silo of just listening i can't and they want you to interact but like you don't interact with your peers you don't bounce ideas off of each other you just listen because they have the ultimate knowledge and they're gonna just give it to me and, and i'm gonna receive it and then i'll be able to implement like that without actually being able to implement it you're almost not letting their little children brain just like work and just meld with others yeah and physical movement sitting down like sitting down is a problem. You do that 45 minutes a period for nine periods in your your uh, uh, in your middle school, your elementary, middle, middle school and high school. You just sit for 45 minutes times eight times nine, whatever it is. And then when you're in the hallways, that's when you really learn what it's like to be in the outside world, because yeah. now everybody's meshing and all that energy that's pent up is just being just exploding for the five minutes that you have to yeah. go from class to class. It's just like uh, bullying and fucking kissing your girl and like flirting and like all these things that in the are hallway because people don't know what to do. Like, yeah, like I hate my teacher. Is that why fights happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like that's where the real human comes out instead of being in the class where yeah. it's like, oh, you're supposed to learn. Fuck like, school. Learning. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> no, like, but I mean, we're, we're young minds, you know, and we're, we are fresh out of school and it's... Dude, I've it's, been through... It's a real issue. It's a real issue, honestly. And even to flip it on the other side, just to play devil's advocate, if you say fuck school and want to live this free life and free spirit, it's not like it comes easy and all you have to do is follow your passion and everything will work. Like, you, you're going to have to work your fucking ass off. You're gonna have to sacrifice. You're gonna have to, you know, put your head down and focus. Yeah, it's not like it's not putting your head down and focus and learning doesn't mean you you don't only have to do that in school. You have to do that in real life too with yourself. 
I think the biggest yeah. challenge is just finding what you want to learn because I think learning is important. And now I spend so much time learning more about videography, photography, but I enjoy that. Because you do it on your own time. Right? Like yeah. At this point, it's easy. It's because I want to like, do it. <gasps> give me. Yeah. Give me, I want more of that. Exactly. You know? And I, I say I would get so much more work done now compared to when I was in school. I was a pretty lazy student. I didn't like to do that and it was like I had to force myself to do homework or I had to force myself to study and I was like oh this sucks to write your 12 page paper <sighs> Bro, the night to be before. an adult they should have just did me a favor and said look it's due Thursday 12 page paper it's Wednesday get it done I'd be like <laughs> that's all I needed instead of lingering stress this entire like month that's period. funny you have one that. day to do this because you would that. usually we if I gave all you three months you would still only use yeah. one day anyway yeah just like Literally. ask us this question before you even bring up the project hey guys uh, is anybody busy tonight are you doing anything tonight <laughs> no one raises their hand well instead of giving right, you well, three weeks of pressure I'm just going to Tonight is one day pressure. Get it done. <laughs> yeah, like I know this is what's going to be the case. So just great. look, believe me, I saved you like three weeks of stress. Like your brain's going to grow now. Like you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. There's no suppress, no suppress anger. And then you're like, hate me for two weeks. Like, Fucking just give this stupid project. It's like, no, no, I gave you this project tonight. You did it. Now you feel good. Now fuck off and have fun this weekend. Like that would have been perfect. No, I think you know? we should just not be so lazy as humans. And when we get an assignment, start it when it's. Ah, you say there's no passion behind the assignment. It's like there's no. It's like what are we writing on Ben Franklin's fucking kite? That's what we got to write twelve pages on. Yeah, read chapter twenty four to twenty six, and then answer questions one through three, five, and eight. At the end, I'm like, oh my god, and eight A, yeah, not eight B. Yeah, eight B was some like in Mandarin and all the odds. Yo, do all the odds on like Thursday and Friday? It's like, oh, dude, a worksheet. Ugh, I hate it. Let's that. talk about something else. I'm getting sick of talking about yeah, school. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So are there any hobby or any... So you're exposed to these different cultures, right? Yeah. So like, are there any things that are n- so not American that you've inherited from these foreign countries where Ooh. it's like, that's like a thing Good I question. do now and I'm bringing it to America? Wiping your butt is different in other countries. What? Like from front to back and like back How they do it. Explain. So Let's when get I fir- into this. When I first got to Thailand, I noticed there was this hose next to the oh, toilets. Like a bidet. Yeah. It's a bidet. I like to call it a bum gun. <laughs> <laughs> and you have this, this essentially this, this water gun that you just kind of shoot up on in there, get in there good. <laughs> and then you wipe after? Yeah. To dry it, mm-hmm. but it's more of a, like a dry off. Some, I mean, if you're good at it, they don't even use toilet paper sometimes. I mean, I still do. I like to dry it off, but it's so much cleaner when you. So, I'm getting a little. Is it? I went to. All right. So think well, about this. I, I, went, yeah, I, pinch, I went. I went. I have pinch a, a loaf. I know? I went to <laughs> India. Okay. <laughs> I went to India, and a lot of people who grew up in America <laughs> would see what they do in India and think it's gross, and it's really interesting to flip the perspective because if you grew up in India and you look at Americans, you might think that's gross because in India, they don't use toilet paper. What they do traditionally or a lot of places, even all over Asia, like when I say Thailand, they do this there too. But for me, I experienced it for, for the first time when I went to India because I actually ended up staying with locals. I couch surfed in India. I stayed with a local. I'm lo- scared of what you're going to say. A yeah. local. I'm thinking about it. Like, is it bare hand? Are they bare handing? So what they he do. He keeps doing this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they, like, the way I'm, that they do it there, it's <laughs> fucking weird. No, the, like, it's actually, okay, so let me, let me break it down for you guys. We're about to get all up in there. Step so, by step. Step by step. So you squat, first of all. Traditionally, 
you squat. I stayed. So let me tell you my experience with this first. So I stayed in this family's home. It was a guy around our age. He was in his 20s. And his mom, they lived together in this small local Indian home, this little village. I'm, I'm just picturing what the story is, your experience. <laughs> Here's my experience with the first time shitting in India. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was definitely not my first time, but it was it was one of the most memorable times for me because I walk into the bathroom, which is kind of just like this cement room that is attached to their small little house. And it's just a cement room. You walk in. There's nothing but a hole in the floor. And I'm like, what do I do with this? <laughs> and do I, I kind of knew. I, I had a little bit of experience with this already. Like in Thailand, the public bathrooms, they don't use like, sometimes they don't use toilets. They just use squats. Like they just have a hole in the floor and they squat and shit right in the hole. And actually, we are kind of made to shit like that. I noticed you have a squatty potty. What's up, baby? So you already know about the squat. <laughs> so the squat makes it come out. So much easier. If if you if you try like to a, you ever blow one of those fans you know those fans for a fire uh, for a, a fireplace yeah you know, it's like like an accordion <laughs> it's like an accordion but it's like a triangular accordion yeah it's the same concept you just as long if you decrease that angle in your in your pelvis right like you get you up get and it just comes right <laughs> out all of the out. mass that's here just shoots right gets out gets funneled through your butthole yeah. it's nice did you ever see one of those pictures you ever <laughs> see one of those pictures we're talking about did you ever see one of those pictures where uh, <laughs> you're it's a toilet and it's like it's like there's an X on the guy who's sitting on the toilet like yes, this yes. crouched and they're like no don't do that yeah that's like, because Asians poop like that shit like fucking a sharpshooter right into the fucking water there's a lot of people who do that and they end up breaking the toilet seat or something because uh, they're standing on the toilet because, <laughs> because in all over Asia that's how traditionally they go to the bathroom they squat and they shit like that which comes out smoother and then what they do they'll have like a bucket of water so you take a bucket of water what I would do I don't know how they did it but this is how I kind of taught myself how to do it you take the bucket like there's a big bucket of water in that big bucket is a smaller like little cup so you take the cup a ladle a ladle maybe a little ladle a little ladle a you, brush. while while you're in the squat position you just take that and kind of pour it down your crack like so water is driving through your crack you take your left hand go woof right wipe that in there more, more water in there it's clean you wash your hands you're done so you immediately wash your hands afterward all right of course so think about what we do okay so put it in this perspective if you got a piece of shit on your arm would you just take a piece of paper and wipe it off and be good or would you wash it no, with if water I took, if i took a paper paper uh, if i took paper and just wiped it you'd be it'd still be fucking dirty exactly so you like, want soap you need to wash this off with water and, and that's, that's what exactly we do to our buttholes we just put paper on it and that's it yeah so yeah. the happy medium in that is essentially like wet wipes yes it's like the combination of the two but i think you actually keep a nice devil's advocate mm -hmm. on the positive side of what? So we're in a very sterile environment, right? Like today, most cancers, and they say leukemia, like specifically, is has elevated due to our our sterile lifestyle, yes. right? So I feel like you're exposing your hands to bacteria in your ass <laughs> that is helping with like your skin biome because there's bacteria all over your body, like in your mouth, you have your own mouth biome. So you're basically like kind of panspermia style with bacteria and keeping a nice healthy skin biome with your your shit hands oh we should start touching shit more often bro I think we'd be healthier. i think i'm gonna start doing that i mean i got a shit so i have a sink right next to my my toilet i could just fucking go in there cup fingers and just yeah get a little scrape it. it's on. so weird though <laughs> i know it's you know fired. like think about actually you doing shake that. people's hands it gets in your nails like what happens with that that's why they like oh you've been digging in your left dirt? hand anywhere you just use your right hand just walk around hi my name is frank <laughs> hand behind my back just yeah. like Nah, yeah, I that's different, I man. That's uh, that's interesting. 
I never knew that. I don't know why I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I feel like... The hand part. You know, that me. whole side of the world does it, but we don't know about it. Because I understand the hose with the bidet. It's that's... Like, okay, that's my favorite. It's like spray. That's my favorite. You don't even in Thailand, touch. everywhere in Thailand, they have these bum guns, and it's just so <laughs> nice. Coming back to America was actually a challenge for me, because it was like... <laughs> this is Steve. I need he's a bum gun, toilet, man. And he's like in the sink, like reaching for the <laughs> yeah, sink, and he's getting the water, and he's like... <laughs> Dude, I need, I need to clean up down there. It's, it's like wipe. Oh, how many pieces of paper? Wipe, 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 wipe. Like fuck, no, just water. Done. He's just kicking up the toilet. You're right. Water sometimes you wipe, and it's how like when is this gonna end? Like, fuck, it's like forever. That's why I wipe. I wet the wipe. Exactly. Sometimes. You gotta meet it in the middle. You take the take the wipe because it is efficient, but you need the you need the wet wipe. That's why I always travel true. with wet wipes. That's very. I talk true. about this sometimes in my in my vlog. I talked about it when I was in Thailand. You gotta travel with. Baby wipes wet with wipes. wet wipes because you never know. That's funny you say that you because when we went on our, uh, I did a road trip with uh, five of my friends in a giant camper, and we bought nice. at Costco. We bought this huge yeah. pack, this double pack of uh, sani wipes, oh, just that because that's that so important. Like <laughs> when you don't have running water all the time, and like exactly. you got to make do with what you got. Like dude, sani wipes are the move. Yes. Like top three products we brought with us. That's right, guys. You heard it first on Young Minds podcast. We're taking care of your butthole. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't believe we just talked about that. I mean, it's oh, good. Well. It's good information. I know, yeah, it's guys. Some real shit. We're getting some clean culture. So that is something that you learned, and now you changed the way that you. you no, that was just. I don't know why ass. that popped into my head first. <laughs> oh, okay, that was just <laughs> the moral of the story. No, is I mean, I, I currently use my hand to wipe my. Ass. No, I do not. That was not something that I even Damn. got very good at. It was just something I learned from and learned that it is kind of more sanitary to use something wet. Water is easier when it comes to wiping down there it's like a barrier that makes sense dude if i if i if i have a toilet in my house it's so easy what they do in thailand is you know how your toilet attaches to the water pipe somewhere i don't know they just kind (laughs) of in between that connection they just put a hose so the water runs to the toilet but also a y a y link yeah so it runs to also the the hose so then boom boom shakalaka you got a clean bottle There we go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And on that bombshell, Justin shits his pants. I got what I need to clean it right here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's lovely. I'm trying to think of other things I might have learned from travel. I don't know why that was the thing that just, I I was just ready to talk about that. Boom. I mean, that's, that's really resourceful, bro. What else have I learned? I've learned so much. It's like one of those things when it's like, Information overload. Name a movie, and you can't name it. I mean, movies because yeah. you're just like, I don't know. Oh, That's fine. Is there anything you're gonna be laying in bed tonight, just be like, oh fuck. Anything that you brought back with you, though, like a lifestyle change, where you're like, you know what? We take that for granted, and like, I use too much of that, or I do too much of that, or did too much of that, and now food. I think food has to come down to it. like how we eat food. Um, just did you just fart? Yeah, we both did. <laughs> <laughs> um. What about my food? Just like food here in America, the portion sizes are enormous. We eat so much, like in yeah, but like not in in one sitting. Like I feel like we can maybe spread that out a little bit, but it's just like, what else have I learned? I'm trying to think. I, I tried to relate it to food because I know you guys like to talk about healthy things. Can you hear me when I whisper like this? We can. But I if can someone's in you. your car, they're probably like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Oh yeah, sorry. I whisper it's all like good. It. It's all good. Um. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's well, fine. Anyway, it's fine. We it's can wrap good. up right here, yeah, dude. dude. We are deep fucking in it right now. How, how how deep are we? Oh, so deep. An hour twenty-two. Oh, fucking dude. Oh. We just pop, 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 real quick. 
that was that was a really quick hour and 20 minutes yeah it's always a pleasure brother yeah it's man. always a pleasure i hope i can here. come back again here and talk about more things with you sometime 100 percent. when you get Done back deal. from philippines philippines, philippines yeah. Yeah. so just come come back and always update us on shit yeah for it's sure always a dude, seat for you dude. i'm listening i love this podcast I, I've been listening. That's awesome. That's we cool. Appreciate you, bro. Absolutely. Hell yeah! We need more people like you. We need more young minds who are open to discussion and open to just bettering themselves and at least spreading it with the world in a confident way. And I, I mean, you fucking own that. I think there's more and more people now that are able to, like you, like you talked about in the lad pod, last podcast. I think is just communication. It just comes down to communication, and and now we're able to seek inspiration in different ways that people were never in the past because of social media it's a lot of people like to talk shit about social media how it distracts us but really allows us to communicate in ways that we were never able to do and just from me like i i share my videos and and i i seek inspiration from others like the reason i started traveling is simply because i saw someone else doing it i saw someone making videos about travel and it was right after my whole red bull experience when I came back and I was like, it just clicked. Like, why am I not doing that? And it's because I was exposed to it through social media. I saw people traveling in these exotic locations and, and I just wanted to do that. And I, I, I try to share that inspiration. That's kind of what I say, because I don't think I'm the source of inspiration. I think I'm inspired from other people. And then I share that with other people. And that's like what we're all doing. We're just kind of sharing it. And now you see it more and more like these young minds that are actually getting together because of social media and able to express their feelings in a way that we've never been able to do before. So, so many people are learning. And right now you're listening to this podcast. This is such a new technology that we have available to us where you can just hear people talk, which has really never been mass produced like this before. So yeah. it's so it's crazy. always been covered by corporate Very or edited an agenda. And, yeah. Edited like covered by producers. Yeah. 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 And then like they're trying to push a narrative. Like with us, I mean, or with any podcast for that matter that doesn't follow a script, it's like we are the new printing press. We have the access we have like the ability to spread whatever we want and if people want to subscribe to it, then they will and, and it will naturally evolve given the type of content that we produce. And if it's not worth it, people won't subscribe and we learn our lesson or we evolve and if we can't then we lose. This is how it works, you know. But if people like what's going on and they're enjoying it and they're inspired, I mean, what, why would I? Why would we stop? Why mm-hmm. would anybody stop? You know, it's just it's, you're getting the momentum and bringing people. I mean, podcasts are what changed my life, man. It's just yeah. like opening up my mind to something new and saying, okay, well, what is this? Instead of music, let me listen to people talk. Yeah. And then I was like, dude, I love conversation. Like, this is what I love to do. Like, when I go to the gym and I have a conversation, I'm like, how come that was so awesome even though my workout sucked because I was talking to someone the whole time? Like, because that's fucking awesome. Like, that's fun. Why can't I just you know like formally produce that though and sit near the mics and have it recorded and then be able to reminisce go back and think about listen to, uh, listen to it inspire myself inspire other people like fucking done dude You're doing it's, it man that's what it's, it's about this is one of the greatest steps i think i've ever taken in my life like this go. i agree we were so talking dumb. about this morning over text yeah. we we're just like dude this is we're like, having a fucking yeah, a little joy moment <laughs> texting each other like this is really happening yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah but i mean but dude pleasure having you on man thank you for having me it's so always love it always love it can i plug my channel one more time plug everything (laughs) guys if you're not already subscribed to my youtube channel i would really appreciate if you go there all of my social media is steve yallo that's steve y-a-l-o i'd really love if you reach out to me and and if you've never heard me before and you happen to hear me on this podcast then send me a message and that would be be really cool to to see some new uh some new people collabing yeah with, everybody yeah. send messages to steve <laughs> telling them how you wipe your butt 
and he's going to compile all the data <laughs> and send me have photos. some statistics. Don't send me photos. <laughs> <laughs> send me photos. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you We're so signing much. off. Young Minds Podcast, episode 40. It's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been a fucking beautiful ride this whole time. We love all the feedback we get. Uh, a lot of the feedback comes from our DMs on Instagram, at Young Minds Podcast. You could find us there. Our personal instagrams too mine is at just romano it's just romano and frank is at frank under no no underscore no, underscore at the end yes no, no, no oh it's, it's in it. the middle i'll plug it don't worry justin thank you <laughs> at frank <laughs> underscore puglisi that would be p-u-g-l-i-e-s-e so a lot of our feedback comes from there but did you guys also know <gasps> you can leave feedback <gasps> on the apple podcast app <gasps> Yes. What? Here's what you do. You scroll down to the bottom, and you got to scroll past 40 episodes. At the bottom, it will say five stars. You click that five stars. It, you know, if that'd be cool. Whatever. Click no, five you stars. Will. You'll click five and stars. And then under, though, it says write a comment. And that is where you can leave feedback that we would fucking appreciate so much. We will so much. shout you out yeah. on the next podcast. Ooh, let's Ooh. do that. Leave let's shout review. everyone out who leaves a review. Done. From this moment forward, we shout out everybody on the next podcast, the preceding yeah. podcast. And we promise you, all 402 Instagram followers of our young minds <laughs> will follow you back. You'll get famous. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, guys, you. Bye. Enjoy your night. Or your morning or your, or your morning. day. Or your midnight. Or Work your... hard, love life. Work Travel. hard, play hard, man. And poop good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah.